Welcome to By George, an 80 Players podcast here at the George Theater. I am your host and marketing associate here at the George, Miranda Zapes. And today I have the lovely and talented, my co-host. I'm Deborah Hope. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I am playing Weezer in Steel Magnolias. And right now we're at Truby's Beauty Salon. It's perfect. The, it we is. are currently in our photo booth at the George Theater. So be sure when you come in and see the show, we're going to get into what the rehearsal process has been like, what the show is, mm-hmm. um, and all of those fun details. But when you do come in and see the show, make sure that you get your photo taken in Truvy's Beauty Salon. Yeah. Get your hair done. Exactly. I need to get my, I need to, <laughs> I need to visit Truvy's. Yeah. Do you, okay, I'm going to kind of hop in in the middle of where I wanted to, but do you, for the show, do you have to wear a wig? Is everybody wearing wigs? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think everyone wears a wig but me. Oh, okay. Uh, And we were, they originally were going to wig me Mm -hmm. uh, because of this, uh, but because it is so crazy, it kind of fit with Weezer. Yeah. um, That she doesn't really care about her. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we decided, yeah. And and last night was the first night that we washed my hair on stage. And so, yeah, I will. It's mine. Oh, being my washed. goodness. And so it's it's genuine on stage. Genuine washing, Whoa. conditioning, rolling. Yeah, I'm having it done. Wow. I know. That's incredible. <laughs> it's not my first time at, at a salon rodeo on stage, though. This is my second time getting my hair washed on stage. Really? What was the yeah. first show that you did? Yeah. Uh, Sheer madness at uh, stages. Oh, awesome. So every night I got my hair done and rolled. Yeah. <laughs> Do they warn you? I mean, with is there any side effects to washing your hair every the, day? Um, yes. Okay. Well, yes, uh, because I also have some color in my hair. You may not believe that. Um, <laughs> uh, it'll it'll dull it. Yeah. So I don't. I usually wash it every three days. Now it'll be every day, so I'm going to have to have it. Uh, and we have a wonderful uh, hairstylist here, um, Sharon from Bliss uh, Hair Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's helping. Uh, she'll make sure that my hair is in shape for after the show. Yeah, perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really, I was wondering, because I went to the producer's run a couple of days ago, or maybe it was over a week ago at this point. It's Thursday, it is. It is Thursday. And when you came out on stage, I mean, I, th- I believe you had your hair down, or it was mm-hmm. half up, half down. I was mm-hmm. like, that. you have gorgeous hair, I have oh, to say. thank you. I really do. And it's really long. I mean, you mostly it's wear very, it up, uh, Yeah, I'm but... going to have it cut, actually. Um, okay. It's about down to here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my COVID hair. I call it my COVID hair. Because oh, okay. I have not been in the salon since COVID oh, wow. started. So okay. I just kind of wanted to see what it would do Mm -hmm. so yeah it does that it's down to there but it's so unruly that Sharon's gonna trim it so probably take about three inches off and it'll be more manageable when they wash and set it I see yeah perfect Mm -hmm. all right well we'll we'll hop back now to the the start um so I want to hear about what because you're a performer you've been performing for quite a while and so I want to know the the backstory to that what got you into theater (laughs) who is your idol or who was your mentor to get you in and how has this journey been and that's led you up to this point it's a it's a long and winding road story Mm -hmm. so I won't get into all of it but it's something that I I believe I was born with my my father is actually was actually a very funny person I think he might have been a frustrated performer oh okay but they were not encouraging for me that is not where they wanted me to go Mm -hmm. but even as a little girl I was the one who put on shows without telling my parents in 
my garage mm -hmm. and I would invite all the neighbors. So the neighbors would be knocking on the door and my parents would be like, well, why are you here? Well, Debbie's putting on a show. Yeah. So yeah, I just, that's all I ever wanted to do. And then I uh, went to New York that nobody knew about in my family uh, for a little while. Yeah. And, uh, it was just something I, there was no one there saying this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. So it was all um, very piecemeal. And I met people along the way who said, oh, no, you take classes over here and, and do that. So from early, early on, this is all I've ever wanted to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was reading up a little bit about your history and a couple mm -hmm. of the shows that you've been in. I Now tell me if it's true. It says that you worked under or you were a coach by Uta Hagen. Yes. Oh, that was way back. Oh, yeah. my mm -hmm. goodness. Yes, yes. It was in her class. It was a you, you pay for a three-week intensive. So I took an intensive with her. That was that I learned... I think most of my stuff from Uda, not that I use it all the time, yeah. but it, it's in the arsenal. So mm -hmm. th that was a big, oh, I had no idea it was that, that many levels to of acting. Course. I thought you just got in there and you pretended. And yeah, yeah she set me straight. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just, and that's really the only name that I, I know when it comes oh. to like acting coaching. Well, Stanley Zaroff was a, another one. He's still around. Okay. He was, I took classes from him here i believe he came here he was another big influence where just you think you know what you're doing and yeah. then you're with somebody who really knows what they're doing mm -hmm. and you know listen to your teachers listen to your directors they they know everything so i'm still learning I, I i learn from the people who are coming up now from sam houston or from, yeah. you know coming from wherever because they're also learning new techniques so mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I am not a performer by any means. This is the most that I will do on camera. Oh. <laughs> but I did, when I was in college, take an acting class. Okay. And so, you know, the marketing director that we have, Jesse, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was my acting professor in school. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's, I just love those full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, one of Where'd the, you go to school? I went to a Houston Baptist University. Okay. okay. So, just right down the street. Yeah, yeah. So, it's very, yes, everything that goes around comes around. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, but one of the books that we had to read was Uda. Hoggins. Uh, oh yeah, I forget the title. Art of Acting, I think. Um, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll fix it in post. Okay, yeah, it's wrong. Okay. Yeah, but no, I, I understand what you what you mean. It again because I'm not a performer, but going into it thinking, oh, it's just people are just playing pretend, and you just you say the words, and to see the yeah. method behind mm -hmm. it and all of the technique behind it is incredible I and world shattering doing a, a show i was i didn't have a starring role i think i was in the chorus or something mm -hmm. and there was a uh and i was young i was probably still a teenager and there was a grown man who was in the role of whatever the show we we're doing and uh we had turned around and we're walking upstage so now we're not nobody's watching us because it's not about us yeah and he leaned over in character, I realize now. Yeah. And he had said something in character. And I looked at him like, what are you doing? But nobody's been watching us. Like, why are you still like, that's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine. I'm sure he was looking at me like, why are we with these yeah. people who don't know what they're oh. doing? So, yeah, mm -hmm. it's those rookie mistakes where you're thinking, well, nobody's watching me. me and yeah. Yeah. So and I see and I taught too. I, I taught little kids and, and oh, that's wow. the thing where you see someone and they're in it and they're doing it and then they uh, walk away from their mark and, and then they're 
them again mm. and it's like no don't ever don't lose the character don't yeah. Lose, yeah not until you're completely like <laughs> out of well sometimes i still have the character i have to de-roll in the car on oh, my way home oh really yeah because okay. the, the character's still with me yeah yes. mm -hmm. what's it like playing weezer would you say that you resonate <sighs> with the character um I'm going to say no. I'm okay. sure my friends will say yes. <laughs> uh, she is, she has a line where she says, uh, I'm not crazy. I've just been in a bad, very bad mood for 40 years. Yeah. Uh, I think that kind of sums it up. She's just been disappointed over and over. She keeps trying. She, mm -hmm. she, you know, is still living her life, but it's, uh, I can relate to the disappointment and the, I don't have that much anger yeah. in me, but I can certainly drum it up when, um, when it, it's called for. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure so, there's some experiences yeah, I, you're pulling yeah, from. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of things that I relate to with her and certainly the relationship that I have with Clary, mm -hmm. who is played by Teresa Nelson, which is, and we're already friends. That's awesome. So, yeah. So that's really fun to uh, be with her and we can we can be our characters but we're trying not to be Shirley MacLaine and and Olivia Dukakis we're, mm -hmm. we're still being the characters that we've created but it's it's really helping a lot it's uh yeah it's very fun no it's nice when you can mm -hmm. get to work with your friend yeah. well that's awesome how did you come to because I know this isn't your first performance at the George Theater no this is my second okay yeah very happy that you asked me back thank you <laughs> Could you tell me a bit about what it was like your first time here at the George? What was the previous show that you were in? God's Favorite. Okay. Which was amazing. That was an amazing show. Uh, the star of the show was the set, I think. Mm -hmm. I think we were all fabulous. Absolutely gorgeous. It was a mansion in Long Island. Stunningly beautiful set. Mm -hmm. uh, they close the curtains in intermission, and when they open it up, it is completely destroyed by fire. Oh my I goodness! I mean, there's it's smoldering, yeah. and it is nothing but the the black ash and and the oh. It, and we would all of us would come out to the wings when the curtains open, so we could hear the audience. And it was always either a an ovation or it was, but you always heard the. <gasps> So, yeah, that was and, and how they were, how they treated me. You're just you're treated like a star and, and everybody's so supportive. It, this mm -hmm. it, It's yeah. Very happy to be back. Wonderful experience here. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I want to know, were you asked to come back or did you audition for the role? I auditioned. For, okay. Yes. Yes. I, I wish I didn't have to audition anymore. Because <laughs> uh, I, I think that people, especially when you, you get to a certain age, you think, what have you not seen me do? Mm -hmm. I think so. I, I always wish that uh, when they cast, they say, oh, okay, here's my list of the people that I absolutely want to see. Of course. That you don't have to look for the thing mm -hmm. and say, okay I'll audition but it's it still it keeps you on your toes and and I like to go in in my auditions in performance mode yeah so to me it's just a little it's it keeps the juices going it keeps those wheels oiled you know what I mean no of course yeah. I was just wondering again because you'd been at 80 players before and mm -hmm. I was looking at your repertoire and everything that you've done I mean you've been in Houston you've done New York mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so it was I had wondered if they had reached out to you I've worked with uh, Leslie before she has directed me in, in another show oh, okay so I, I might have been on her list I hope I, I was see. on her list but again it was you called into audition they didn't ask no of yeah. course yeah which okay. makes it fair for everybody so it's not a absolutely you know no. but as the actor mm -hmm. it's like just please just call me just yeah call me. we're yeah 
I, it's clear you like me. We've done yeah, work together. Yeah. I can do it. I'm fearless. Yeah. I can imagine the the stress going through that yeah. each time. And everybody, every actor goes through that stress and, mm-hmm. and that... Um, yeah, that's that's stress. It's and it is stressful. It really is. And especially when you go into a room and you see 20 people who you know could do what you're doing. It's not like and there's been times when I've gone to audition going, "Oh no, I'll I can beat that person out. I can I could be better than that person." Yeah. And and you have that confidence. But then you get into a room with all the people you've either worked with before yeah. or you admire their work or you've stolen from them mm-hmm. with stuff they've done that's when you get very intimidated like it could go in any direction Mm because this is a city that has amazing actors in it well that's the next thing that i wanted to ask you what has it been like i mean you've worked in a couple of different cities Mm -hmm. what is the houston city uh, theater life like it's so tight-knit community here Mm -hmm. i mean it really is when uh, somebody had said and I forget what context it was in, but they had said something about, oh, it's so hard to get into the circle. Mm. Um, well, the circle just keeps ex- expanding. It is not hard to get into the acting circle. Yeah. Um, because we, you just keep making room and just keep making the circle bigger. And like I said, the people who are coming up now, uh, the young people, far and above better than I was when I started out. So it's uh, you feel like you're passing a, a torch. Yeah. Uh, and again, they're they're coming right from learning from these universities, from uh, uh, UH or Sam Houston or wherever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know that they're learning new things. So watching them work, mm-hmm. you know, of course you're still it's exciting it's it's wonderful and but it's a it's a very large circle that we want everybody to come into i was gonna say that i feel like it's constantly expanding yes and the fact that it's and yet so tight-knit we're so supportive of each other exactly Mm -hmm. i have a couple of friends who are in theater and it's amazing the the people when you go and audition and you see the same people that you've been in shows with before that you've auditioned with before yeah and you build this community and everybody's so uplifting because even if you don't get the part then you know well we're gonna work on this next thing together i'll see you later down the line yeah and it's so inspiring to hear you say that you're you're still looking at the young artists coming up. I feel there's some people out there or people have this mentality that they have it all figured out and oh no they honey. they know that oh, this no. is Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> and we don't need the young coming in and changing what we're doing or yeah I that it's not that they're changing so much or even mm-hmm. if there is a change, but I don't see it as changing what we're doing. I see it as enhancing mm-hmm. uh, when you have something and they say, oh, this is great. And somebody comes along and says, oh, I can make it even better. Why wouldn't you say, oh, yeah, let's yeah. make it even better than that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my mentality. Yeah, you know, I, I, I go to theater all the time. I mean, I would live in a theater if I could. I absolutely love the people. I love the process. And I know what it takes to get something mounted on a stage. So I'm I'm more than appreciative of uh, what it takes to mount a production and the talent that goes into it. Behind the scenes uh, as well as on stage. No, of course. Mm. 
Could you speak a little bit, how, knowing all of these roles and what everything that goes into it, this show, Steel Magnolias, it's an all-female cast. Yes. Uh, we have a female director. Yes. We have a lot of production staff that is also female. Mm -hmm. Could you speak a little bit about what it's like being a female in theater and your experience coming up as a performer? I will say, I don't want to say anything negative, I will say that it's better now in the last few years since mm -hmm. the Me Too movement okay. than it has ever been. Um, there's a, uh, and I think it's, uh, who, was it Amy Poehler who did the, uh, the actress on SNL and she, she played the older, uh, oh, this is what it was really like. I think so. When, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I laugh at that, yeah. but it's true. I mean, I, I've had some experiences that you have to, you can talk to your female friends about, um, but you can't talk to the director about what happened. You can't talk to anybody in the production what happened mm -hmm. because you're the one creating the problem. And that's how it was. So you learn to keep your mouth shut and uh, be a team player. That was always a big, let's be a team player. It wasn't so much, it was about the product and not about the human being that delivered that product. Mm -hmm. It is completely different in the, uh, in my experience in the last few years that I've been doing theater and a refreshing, amazing experience. So, and of course now there's intimacy coordinations, mm -hmm. and, uh, which I've also started taking classes for. So it, it's just a whole different ball game. And you are the, the men who are witnessing it, especially the men, let, let's go back 20 years, who you would say something in a room to and they would mock you for mm. whatever it is you said because you felt a certain way. They're learning because they're learning to shut up. Mm -hmm. They're learning to listen to why it's the way it was or the way it is or why I feel is uh, valid. So I feel like we're helping a whole community of uh, people, not just uh, the women. And I'm very very appreciative. Yes. I've talked to people about it um, in past episodes and as well. I mean, it's a constant conversation with my friends. Um, I come from a filmmaking background. That's what I went oh, to school for. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you've also performed. You've mm -hmm. also done film as well. Um, and it's nice to see that it's the wheel is slowly changing. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's slow. It is slow. <laughs> but that's okay. As long as it's forward. Movement, exactly. I'm okay. um, a lot of my female friends, I mean, we have the mindset for producer roles or AD roles and things like that. And so to work on sets where we see these roles dominated by male figures and then us coming in with our own projects and having female leads, it's it's a nice change of pace. And it's nice to see that this generation that's coming up, that we're we're more open, we're, it's more welcoming, and we're more I like inclusive. That, I like that they'll know, that they'll read, that will be history, that it's something mm -hmm. they're going to read about or learn about what it was, and it's going to be foreign to them. That will make me very happy, mm -hmm. that they won't have that same experience, and they'll, but know your history. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So talking about women empowerment and, and taking this lead, Steel Magnolias um, is a very, I mean, again, it's an all women cast, mm -hmm. it's a woman's told story, mm -hmm. very strong women characters. Yes, all. Mm -hmm. Handling the, the ups and downs of life. Could you tell me a little bit about what that story means to you? Had you ever seen the, the movie before? Had you ever been in the play or seen the play before and what it's like now being one of those characters? I have never seen the play. Mm -hmm. In fact, I was surprised that when I read it, that it all took place. There were no men in it. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. 
and that it all took place in one just in the salon there's no other uh, because i grew i watched the movie i'd seen the movie many times i refused to see the movie once i started auditioning for this because yeah. i didn't want to be a caricature of her of course uh, who is brilliant mm-hmm. so i i know people are gonna say oh well she's not shirley mcclain but i want them eventually to go oh that's it's mm-hmm. her own character exactly. so that's you mm-hmm. know yeah, I love the movie. I love the... And what I realize is that because there's one character, Anel, who comes in, who you think is not strong. Mm-hmm. But then when you hear her story, you realize that the strength it took for her to get out of what she was in, I was in a situation like that. It took more strength to get out of it than to stay in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's there. You don't think it's there, but then you see her. She has the most growth yeah. in the uh, story. So that's, it's just really good for everyone, but mm-hmm. especially young women. Of course. Uh, to see this because it's all about love. It's all about uh, familial love and maternal love and mm-hmm. friendship and unrequited love mm-hmm. and lost love. It's the whole thing is about love. And I think that women are uh, not that we're more capable of loving, but we've been conditioned or trained to be more demonstrative. We are the, they call us the weaker sex, which is hilarious. Um, right. I will but it's understand. only because, <laughs> but it's only because men want to be stronger. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you, you find out a lot about life. You find out a lot about human f- emotion and, and, uh, what people go through. And it, it's really, it's universal. It's a fabulous uh, story, fabulous story, written by a man, mm-hmm. um, which is very fascinating mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I, I believe. Oh, my my friends and I were looking it up the other day that the story was written by a man, but it was adapted by a woman. Well, I think for the oh, movie, is that right? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's what it was. Oh, very so, smart. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what. We, okay. I, we watched. Although it. he lived yeah. it, I mm-hmm. mean, he's writing what he no, knew. No, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, so I, that's fine. But mm-hmm. I, I like that there was a woman who was like, let's tweak a couple. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just to put that final like spice on top of it, mm-hmm. I, I really think that all of the relationships, because we have all of them, we have the, the friendships and the mother-daughter yeah. relationships, the familial relationships, mm-hmm. the outsider who comes in and is immediately accepted. Into it is, the circle. Exactly. We'll just keep expanding the circle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a wonderful story and yeah. it's so... It's. I love the, how it's so funny, and so yeah. you're laughing one second, then you're crying the next. There, there's second. even a line. I, I just uh, laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's my favorite emotion <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a really inspiring story, and I'm really glad very that so. the George is putting it on. I, I am too. I'm very happy. Yes. I'm and very it's happy. it's a very easy sell. I found being in marketing. Um, my boss again was t- saying that oh this was going to be one that was going to sell itself because it's uh, a movie that was adapted yeah. adapted it's just beloved by yes. everyone yes. and then I went home and I told my mom about it and sh- she's not in theater I didn't grow up going to theater again I, I'm more of a film person but as soon as I told her about it, she's like, oh we have to go see it oh, and, I, and I have to bring my sisters and we have to bring yeah. every my cousins mm-hmm. to come yeah. see it and so now I think it's going to be a whole day that we do we're going to get oh, our nails yeah. done oh. and then we're going to come watch the show <laughs> oh that's go wonderful. have lunch and so it's it's amazing how it just it 
on every level brings people together. Yeah, it really does. Well, it's the it's the circle of life. Mm -hmm. the, the whole show goes through the gamut of uh, all the seasons mm -hmm. and uh, all of the uh, experiences of a, of a human being. So mm -hmm. it's brilliantly written, really. And many, many layers yes. to it, the, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. What has it been, so jumping off of Steel Magnolias for a mm -hmm. bit and going back to working at the George Theater, mm -hmm. if I may ask, what has it been like working at a Christian theater and what does it mean to you to work at a Christian theater? I, I think when I, I first, uh, because I'm not, mm -hmm. uh, so I think uh, I had the, um, and I don't want to say prejudice, but the almost the anxiety of what it was going to be because mm -hmm. I really did think it was going to be, you know, every this is so weird let me just preface this by mm -hmm. saying when I moved to Colorado from Philadelphia mm -hmm. I thought that everybody had horses okay. and I thought that I we were moving to the mountains and I thought it's just gonna be horses and it's gonna be dirt roads so I that's just a weird concept so I did think that if you bill yourself as a Christian theater you're gonna go in and everybody's gonna be bombarding you with mm -hmm. Christian stuff um no um I mean, that's what they are, but it's a professional theater who uh, they're absolutely lovely. So I feel very welcomed. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like people were looking at me like, oh, we don't even know what she believes. So mm -hmm. get, I mean, it's just it's lovely. No, of course. And I feel that's the the stigma that we're trying to break I, here. Well, is... because of, of what's going on in the world of right course. now. That's where it's like, yeah, I'm just, there's no religion for me. I'm just, I'm going to back off and mm -hmm. just be a good person. Of course. And I think that's wonderful. I just wanted to take, get your take on oh, you. being you. in the Houston theater scene. And again, performing everywhere what it was like for you coming in and I'm glad that it was so welcoming very and very. not at all what I there was not dirt roads yeah. and there were nobody had horses <laughs> not in Houston no. <laughs> all right um I'd like to get into the last couple of questions I have for you okay. I call it my lightning round like questions oh, okay. if you have any advice for females in the theater world what would you tell them somebody aspiring to be a performer or to get into the realm of theater Take as many classes as you can uh, with different people who teach different techniques. Mm -hmm. I would say I, I've learned many, many of them. I know there's some people who say, no, 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 this is the one technique and this is the only one that you, you use. I believe that you should, uh, it's a smorgasbord. You um, learn all of it and you take what works for you. Mm -hmm. um, never stop learning. Uh, use your voice. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. And treat every audition like a performance. That's wonderful. That's my advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. I You're hope welcome. there are people out there who can put that to good use. I hope so. I hope so. Um, again, so Steel Magnolias, it takes mm -hmm. place in a beauty salon. Mm -hmm. So you know I'm going to ask you, oh, do you have any... <laughs> well, there's, it's a two-fold question. First, I want to know, have you had, what, what's your biggest mishap that you've had on stage? The biggest and most memorable. I've had so many. <laughs> so many. Um, I was doing Miller Outdoor. We were doing Shakespeare in the Park. Okay. And I was Titania from Midsummer. Mm -hmm. And gorgeous, 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 gorgeous set. Absolutely beautiful. And Titania's world uh, was over on this side. 
and everything else was over on this side. But this is where she lived and this is where her fairies were over on this side. Yeah. Uh, I was on the that side because I had to run around uh, for a costume change because I'm playing Hippolyta and okay. so I'm taking that costume off coming mm. around and coming in for Titania. And all my fairies are there at the bower waiting for me. And we're miked. And I'm over uh, <laughs> over stage right. And I'm talking to Debs Ramser. Okay. Um, about something that I think had to do with the costume, I think. And um, so we're talking and I can hear the fairies over there on stage saying lines mm -hmm. that I'm supposed to be saying with them. And I went, oh, I'm not. I'm and to run all the way around, yeah. they've already started their lines. I can't do it. So I come walking onto stage this way mm -hmm. while they're all over here doing mm -hmm. their lines. And, of course, we're mic'd, so they don't know where the sound is coming from. Yeah. So they're all looking <laughs> over there, <laughs> and I'm coming off. It was so awkward. Yeah. Um, the same show, because uh, it's in the summertime when you do it, uh, when I'm uh, – one of the costume changes was on stage, and I have this really heavy – 20 pound red velvet cape with mm -hmm. a with a um hood hot 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 we hadn't uh, i think it was i don't think we opened yet and we were rehearsing with that on and to put the cape on it's 110 degrees outside uh i didn't have that hood on for more than it wasn't even 60 seconds and I felt everything just no. So um, almost passed out. I think so. Probably Deb's Rams or cost me. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, they had to put an ice pack. Um, oh my goodness. In the for that one minute that I have that cape on, and then I take it off, and then I'm yeah uh, Titania again. But that was pretty crazy. Uh, there's a lot. There's so, there's no. more mistakes than there are. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I imagine, but that's the beauty of it. I mean, every person Well, have not on, in the moment, no, but looking course. back on it, it's kind of funny, but in the moment. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's because no, of course you don't want it to go wrong and you want oh, every performance yeah. to be, but I think it's, it's worthwhile to tell the stories because then it helps the next generation or people who, who have those. I mean, you don't feel alone then. So next question. Being in a beauty salon uh -huh. and this being an all-female cast, do you have any beauty tips or beauty hacks? Do I look like? Well, I just wanted to know. Tips? I no. I no. I have none. <laughs> My grandmother is so funny because uh, I would go someplace once a year or something. Somebody would give me a gift. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe that was a sign. Give me a gift to <laughs> oh, get my no. skin done. Like oh, you could. No. Yeah. Now I'm. No, I'm saying it out loud. But you're like, you need help. But uh, they would say, okay, so what is your beauty regime? Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't have a regime. Uh, well, what do you wash your face with? Uh, well, I only wash my face when I shower. Mm -hmm. Um and then I use soap. Use, uh, and what do you moisturize? And I, I think it's ponds or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, well, what about your eyes? No. And what about the? No, I don't do any of that. So I, I disappoint so many estheticians because no. I do nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was just, I was wondering. Again, I said you beautiful hair, and oh. I wouldn't know had you not told me that you did not have a full hour long skincare routine. My sister, my <laughs> sister who was who was an esthetician, she just retired. Mm -hmm. uh, we went for a overnight. I forget where we were. And she had her car, and I had my, I think my purse. I think that's all I had, because mm -hmm. maybe I had something in my purse, you know, to wear for pajamas or something. So she opens her trunk, and she had 
two giant suitcases suitcases for overnight so we were kind of making fun of her and why do you have this and she opens it up mostly it was beauty products that she wow. was no i have to do this to my skin i have to make sure i have mm-hmm. this she rolls her although she did um i'm doing that face yoga oh, okay um, so she sent me the, that roller mm-hmm. uh, for your face for that but no that is that's way too much that's fine yeah it was just <laughs> i wouldn't have known i wouldn't Thank have known you. you're gorgeous we've come to the end of our episode oh no i know i'm so sorry but my last question for you and for our audiences out there what do you have anything planned for after steel magnolias where can we find you um any more content that you are creating yes i am creating contact with joel sandell Mm -hmm. Uh, we do our car takes with joel and deborah so i hope you check that out on youtube and we go to all of these shows and the reason we call it car takes is because it's our first impression when we come out we don't think about it we don't discuss it before we get in the car we get in the car and we talk about what we saw and and what we loved about it all positive Mm -hmm. in fact if there is a show which i think there's been two and two years yeah um that we didn't like uh, we just don't do it car takes mm, on it so okay. it's always why should you go to the theater let's get more people to the theater mm-hmm. get more school kids interested in theater so that's our that's our mission i don't have a show lined up so uh if there's any directors <laughs> out there um, she thinks I'm beautiful. So. I do think she's beautiful. I think she's talented as well as everybody that we have in our cast coming up. Oh, for it's Steel such Magnolias. a good cast. It's, are you going to say who the cast is? Because it's amazing. Here, I, I can oh, yeah. cheat for okay, us because I okay. made a post for it. Oh, good. Because yeah. <laughs> they should all be mentioned. No, and especially course. Kristen coming yes. in at the last minute. Yes. Um, it, God bless her. Yeah. Could you speak a little bit to that? What the process has been like bringing your ends at so last minute? I mean, oh. have we missed a beat with rehearsals or anything? Or we like missed that? A, we missed two beats. We missed a beat because of the weather, mm-hmm. uh, but we did a Zoom rehearsal. Okay, uh, which is always weird because yeah. you have to. But still, you know, it was good, and we we mm-hmm. got together. Michelle Elaine, who uh, I did POTUS with, mm-hmm. who I was so excited to work with again because she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She, uh, after one of our rehearsals, Leslie Swackhammer, who's our director, said, mm-hmm. okay, well, Michelle has an announcement. And I thought, I truly thought she was going to say she was pregnant. <laughs> That's what I thought the announcement was going to be. So I was kind of yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have an announcement to make. Okay, well, I'm leaving the show and going on a tour. So everybody's going, oh, my God. And I'm the only one going, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm so ha- I'm so bittersweet. I'm yeah. so so happy for her, and just oh my god, so much anxiety. But then I realized, well, I'm not the director. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, she's the one with all the anxiety. Mm-hmm. So let me just, you know, be supportive. And uh, Kristen came in that day again, freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Went to rehearsal that night, and we met her for the first time. Michelle was there with her for a couple days to show around and she took notes she's so talented she's very good different michelle but once you see what she's bringing it's Mm -hmm. like okay it's like the the people coming up don't Mm -hmm. it's never going to be one type of performance you're going to have a different actor you're going to have a different vibe Mm -hmm. Uh, her vibe is fabulous and we were all really everybody's i mean she was family as soon as she came in of course uh so it was it was a a very weird 
mm-hmm. bittersweet experience. So happy to have Kristen. So sorry to lose Michelle, but mm-hmm. my gosh, what a great opportunity for her. So you're not going to go, oh, you have this this opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah. No. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah. You have to, you agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah. here. No. But I, and it did make us wonder if she, if there was another theater speaking of AD players, mm-hmm. if they would have allowed her out of her contract mm-hmm. uh, for that. Uh, I would like to think that they would have, but I know that there's some that would have been, mm-hmm. you signed. No, of <laughs> yeah, course. Yeah. And and obviously, I mean, it was, I had heard about it when it was first happening uh. around. And so um, it was obviously we would, she can't pass up an opportunity like yeah. this. And so I was very grateful. I mean, I'm sure everybody that we were able to let her out and, and yeah. have that. Yeah. Yeah. So she could pursue that. Yeah. But I do. So I want to thank Michelle. But, but, I mean, she's she's gone, but it was so wonderful. I got to see her in some of the rehearsals. We're wishing her all of the luck yes. in all of her future productions and performances. I will go ahead and I'll shout out everybody that we have in our oh, cast good. for Still okay. Magnolias. We have Alice Gatling as Malin. We have Shanice Harris as Shelby. We are going to have Kristen Ellis as Truvy. We have Deborah Hope as Weezer. Teresa Nelson as Clary and Laurel Brewer as a now. <laughs> but we're looking forward to seeing all of them on stage. Completely, absolutely talented actresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very strong cast. Very yeah. strong cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything. If you haven't seen Still Magnolias, oh, it's a very bring touching. Bring your tissues. Yes. Yeah. It is. A, you will be Laughter laughing. Laughter through tears. Laughing through tears. Um, when I went to the producer's run at the very end, I was I had to take photos. I was crying through my camera lens trying to capture photos. So we have we have not gotten through that scene with her where we're all not genuinely crying. My you don't have to. I mean, the, the second she starts because we know it's coming. So mm-hmm. the actor part is to um, hold it in, mm-hmm. um, not let it out. But I'll, I'll tell you, those first few rehearsals. I mean, we just handed tissues out to everybody. We were just sobbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, Alice is incredible. Incredible. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you. me on this thank episode you. today. Um, do you have any final words to the audience about Steel Magnolias or anything? Uh, my final word is come out to see the show. It's about love, strength, family, and love. Yeah. There you go. Love, love, love. All you need is love. Amazing. And on that note, we'll go ahead and end it. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Bye, George. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you. This has been Bye, George, and 80 Players at the George Theatre Podcast, hosted and produced by Miranda Zapes. Listen anywhere you listen to podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Bye, George Theatre. That's T-H-E-A-T-R-E. Sure to like, share, and subscribe. And bye, George. We'll see y'all next time. I mean, if I have to dress up, I know how to no, dress up. No, of course, yeah. Uh, I went to a makeup artist for a, a party that they had at Fourth Wall. Um, got all glammed up. But that is very, very unusual for me. When I worked in New York, uh, when I lived there, then it was every day I was dressed up. Every day was mm-hmm. makeup. Every day was this. Um uh, it's either my age or it's the geographical location. I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I just, it's, it is whatever it is.